Hey, y'all, and welcome to the All of My Thoughts podcast, hosted by me, Olivia Olatunji. And today I'm here with a very special guest, whoop, whoop, Anija. And we met over the summer at our internship, and I'm going to let her introduce herself. Okay, she's going to say her name, classification, what school she goes to, and any fun facts she wants to give to the world. So go. Uh, hi, everyone. My name is Anija Sally. I'm a junior at Howard University, currently studying finance. Um, I'm from Charleston, South Carolina. Fun fact about me, I guess, would be that I'm the oldest of nine. Nice. Yes. <laughs> okay. So we're going to do some would you rather questions to start off so we can be less nervous and ready to talk about the topic faith and religion and Christianity. Who's ready? <laughs> me. Okay. So let me get some would you rather questions going. Okay. First, would you rather question is, would you rather have the ability to see 10 minutes into the future or 150 years into the future? 10 minutes into the future or 150 years? Yeah. 10 minutes or 150. 10 minutes. Yeah, honestly, because I don't care what's happening in 150 years. I'm not going to be there. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Next question is, would you rather give up air conditioning and heating for the rest of your life or give up the internet for the rest of your life? Um, I guess air conditioner heating. Can I get can I get like a fan and like a portable heater in my room? Is that is that different? No, like one of those. You can get a fan, but it's like one of those paper fans that you have to like move yourself <laughs> with your hands. <laughs> no, but I still take the internet over um, air conditioner. I guess you'd rather have internet. Yeah. Oh yeah, same. Obviously, like this is where we live. Right. Okay. Um. Next question is. Would you rather be royalty a thousand years ago or a celebrity today? Oh, that's tough. Royalty a thousand years ago, I'm pretty sure they wouldn't have accepted me as royalty, to be honest. True. (laughs) Well, you never know. (laughs) I mean, yeah. You know, my Queen Charlotte moment. Um, (laughs) But I guess a celebrity today, but I'd be the type to be like, there to do my job and just off everything else, I guess. Mm. Yeah, I would honestly choose a celebrity today yeah. because a thousand years ago, like, I don't even know what was happening. I'm sorry. Uh, and yeah. also, even though being a celebrity today is hard, like, it's kind yeah. of annoying. Like, social media makes it annoying. I would be one of those, like, low-key mm-hmm. famous people. Yeah. Okay, last question. Okay. Is would you rather oversleep every day for a week or not get any sleep at all for four days? I've done the four days thing, as you probably know. So, I'll oh take yeah, that one. <laughs> I'll take that. Okay, I'd rather. 
No, I get wait. I'd rather oversleep. I'm sorry. Really? I don't like being tired. I don't. I don't like being late. I can't stand being late. True. That's kind of hard, honestly. But I'd rather be late than like there and like in a horrible state. But yeah, yeah. I agree. You're an investment banker, so you're used to. I I was. I'm never doing that again. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Let's get into the topic. So, like I said before, we're talking about faith, religion, and Christianity. And let's just get started. First, let's just talk about our faith journeys. So, actually, this is part two of this topic. I did Mm -hmm. this topic last week. Yeah, and so. part two. So let's get on with it. We're going to talk about our faith journeys and growing up in the church. So you go first. Share your personal experiences. Um. I, okay. I guess my personal journey started off when I was very young. I went to ch- church like just about all the time because I lived with my great aunt. She was like a big influence, like influential person inside of the church. So mm-hmm. I went with her all the time. And then ever since then, I guess. I was more of a like Easter goer, I guess what they call people and church, like Christmas goer. Um, so once I got older, I realized like that's not the relationship that I want with God. So ever since I got to campus, I've been going to like our university chapel service every Sunday and got involved through there. And just ever since then, I've been, you know, learning the word more and establishing a strong relationship with God, you know. Mm, nice that's actually cool wait so what type of um christian were you like when you were growing up with your great aunt i am a baptist um oh i grew up baptist nice what do baptists do i honestly don't know um i am learning i'm still very new to like like religion spirituality Mm. so like i don't really know all the answers to it but i do know Baptists get baptized. Oh. <laughs> and there's certain traditions that are followed. I can't really name them specifically there. Oh, okay, okay. That makes sense. Baptist, baptized, duh. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I don't really have a similar story. Like, I just went with my family growing up. I went to a non denominational church the whole time. Mm-hmm. So, like, growing up, until I came to Spelman, I started going to like different types of churches, like more black churches and stuff like that. And I didn't really grow up going to a black church. So like everything is new and different. And I can't really tell you the different denominations that I've been going to because I've just yeah. been going like, I don't know what denomination it is, but I've liked all of them so far. So you said that you started um going to your chapel on campus and started like getting involved to like low-key how because help me out because i'm not involved at all with mine okay you know um freshman year i had a friend she's also very mm-hmm. spiritual as well she invited me to come with her to chapel service for the first time and after service they have a an organization called Chapel Assistance, and they kind of like at the end of service, they do collections and talk to people that are interested in becoming a chapel assistant. And one of them came up to me and was like, Are you interested? And I was like, Yeah, sure. And she just said, Okay, go pick up a chair and help us break down service. And I was like, Okay. Ooh. And she was like, All you have to do to be in the organization was basically just join the group me, which I really loved. I love like low maintenance organizations. Yes where I don't feel like I have to do a process for it. So I thought that was really good. Um, 
So since then, I've been that first year, I was just a regular member. Last year, I was treasurer. And then this year, I'm database uh, leader for our fundraiser for Christmas. Ooh, which is my, my nice. gift bag. Yeah. So every year, I'm trying to stay involved and have a more influential role. But yeah, that's how I got involved within the organization. Ooh. Wait, so how is doing all of that helping your relationship with God? Like, what is that done? Yeah, so I guess for me, I realized that being a Christian not only means learning the word and like adhering to it every day, but also like, you know, community service, and mm. serving others, putting others before ourselves, you know, um, being kind to everyone, which I love doing. I just feel like being nice is a free thing to do. There's no reason to do um, you know, and just taking care of other people, which again, being the oldest or not is something that's like, I guess, natural to me. She's um, a leader. I, I, I'm trying to be, yeah. <laughs> so those are some main things I just feel like gel well with not only who I am as a Christian, but personally. Nice. I love that. Okay. So, um, kind of similar to what I just asked, but also a little bit different. Like what's your... Like, what type of things do you do, like, daily or are trying to do daily? Because sometimes you can't do it every day. But just to, like, maintain a relationship or, like, just grow your relationship with God. Because I'm still trying to find, like, motivation for myself to, like, mm-hmm. um, like just build that foundation. with. But recently I did join a um, small group with my church that I go to on Mondays. And yeah. so that's something that I started that I like. But I was just wondering, what do you do? No, yeah. Um, so the friend that I mentioned earlier that brought me to service, we've been friends since that time. And she has been um, growing spiritually longer than I have. So she has a bit Ooh. more experience on that. So I try to talk to her a bit more, ask for her advice and see like how she learned about it. But one thing I do to make sure that I stick to it daily is either I read a chapter of the Bible every night or I have this um three three hundred sixty five day devotional that I read from. It's by Joyce Meyer. It's called the Confidential Woman Um Devotional. And every every day it gives you a scripture, um, an application of it, like a real life story, and then a prayer to end it off. So every day I would look through that and then read through the Bible to make sure I know what it's talking about. Just mm. digest the word and then, you know, pray for myself at the end of the day. Nice. I yeah. love that. I'm going to start doing some of that low key because yeah, it does keep me in check. That's good. Um, But when you do that, like after doing all that type of stuff, do you ever still feel doubt? I feel like doubt and stuff is like normal. But yeah, that's my question. Do I ever doubt like if like doubt what specifically? Like just like doubt in general. Like, I don't know. Like, I low-key, I'm just going to talk about my experience and tell me if you relate mm-hmm. in any way. So I just feel like less doubt, but more like kind of fear that like, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm such at a basic stage in like my relationship with God that like my issues are like 
if people are listening, they're probably like, girl, that's such a basic issue that you have at the beginning of your journey. But there's just always a fear that's like, oh, heaven's not real and stuff like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know. That's just how I feel. And I get like so scared sometimes, like really scared. I'm just like, I don't know what to do. Like, obviously, I need to just ask God. And I just need to build that foundation so I can just talk to him in like any situation. And yeah. Just stop having doubts and then also just trusting him. Cause like whenever I'm going through stuff, like I always forget, like I can literally just ask God instead of just freaking mm-hmm. out on my own, you know? Cause I feel yeah. like I struggle a lot with just like getting anxious or like nervous with certain things. But in reality, I could just be like, God help me or something, you know, or give yeah. me advice or strength. But yeah. Um. So in terms of like doubt that like I'm actually believing in something that's like real, I, <laughs> I think when I read the Bible and it says things that like deeply apply to what I go through on a daily basis mm-hmm. and then stuff that's happening currently or in the past, it's just something that like reassures me like, okay, this is talking about something that is not fake. Like this is just not made up. And then just to me, like when I start thinking about like, this is kind of a little philo- like philosophical, but like when I think about like the human existence, mm-hmm. like how do we all get here? How does everything perfectly align? How does my body even work? How does the nerves know what, exactly what mm-hmm. to do? Like something like that is just something that it obviously has intention behind it. So somebody with great intention made me today, you know? So like acknowledgement of that is something that reassures me. In terms of like doubt of like, if I'm doing anything correctly in terms of my religion, I, I constantly have that on a daily basis. And I talk to my friend about that. And the one thing she keeps telling me is that show, like knowing that you care about stuff like that shows that you believe in God and are willing to strengthen your relationship with him. So that's mm. something I always keep at the back of my head. Um, And then again, it's just like, I have my Bible app when, and there's like daily plants, certain plants they have for you. So like if there's ever a moment of doubt for you, they'll give you like a scripture to refer to. And sometimes I'll take that in and digest it as well. Mm, um, but yeah, good. it's it's normal to have moments of doubt, but those are some ways I try to deal with that. That's good. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Something that I'm trying to like implement in my life and just do daily or like whenever I feel like doubt is have a scripture that I always say to myself that's like really short and Mm -hmm. that's something that I one of the leaders of my small group said because we only had one meeting so far but um one of them was like oh whenever I'm feeling not the best or when I'm feeling the best like I always just recite this to myself and it's just like a short scripture from the bible that's something I really want to do because I feel like that would just bring me peace and like Mm -hmm. just bring me back to center and be like I'm not in charge of anything, like everything, you know, like I can still yeah. rely on God for everything. But yeah. Um, I understand. Yeah, like literally. But I was wondering, like, how do you, do you have like a lot of non-Christian friends? <sighs> Let's see. I mean, hmm. I mean, a lot of my friends on campus, I met over. Um or inside of the organization that I'm in for chapel assistance. So a lot of them are mm-hmm. obviously Christians, mm-hmm. but I do meet some other friends that are non-Christians as well throughout school. But I also just believe like, in terms of like black people, a lot of us tend to be, 
you know, have some sort of connection with a uh, religion and most of the times it's Christianity. So I do have a lot of Christian friends. The ratio is probably like 90% to 10% non-Christian or Christian non-Christian friends. Mm. But I do have a few. That was a long one answer, but yeah, I do. Oh, okay. 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 I was just thinking about how to like embrace non-Christian friends or like relationships, especially when um, you know that, if they don't believe and especially if you like have a have respect for them you know that at the end of the day like they're not going to heaven Sorry. yeah they're not yeah. but like how do you like i don't know because like in this day and age i feel like it's seen as weird if you're like embracing or like emphasizing god and like certain things that you do you know yeah i do i feel like a lot of people do have the stigma of like you know, Christians being this, like, oh, you have to come to church. Like, I have to convert you. Yeah. For me, personally, the process is all a process of love. I read this from a passage in, I believe, Galatians. And I was talking about, like, how you our duty as Christians is to, like, spread the word and expand God's kingdom. Um, but also acknowledge that everybody has their own journey. And don't compare yourselves and, like, don't judge each other. So my approach, again, is through a process of care. Like, hey, I know you're not interested in this as of now, but if if you're willing to learn about it, you can come to church service with me. Or you can read this or watch this podcast that I'm listening to. Mm. Or, um, you know, like, even pray with me for a second. It's just, like, small steps like that and being patient with people that I think goes a long way. Um, being aggressive with it can scare a lot of people off, which, True. I don't, which is why I don't think it's a great way to do that. Yeah. But I guess my main concern in that is I, I know that we're supposed to remove people from our lives that are not good for our spiritual journey. Mm. And it is a bit hard finding the balance between, okay, can I can help this person or if this person isn't good for me and my relationship with God. True. So I'm still trying to find my way through that. But mm-hmm. again, like taking it step by step and being careful about it is um, a great approach. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And mm-hmm. even you taking people out of your life, if they're not good for your spiritual journey, like at the end of the day, they could be Christian too, but you've got to take them out of yeah. your life if they're, you know, not helping you with your, um, like journey with god but that's really good because like i grew up like at my school my high school there were a lot of people who were non-christian so obviously i was friends with a lot of non-christian people and i never really like introduced anyone to like christianity because i just felt like that environment like it was kind of hard to like the first step that i should take is just being kind and like just making the best decision possible like with whatever with whatever we're doing with the friendship like if they did something wrong to me still forgiving them and just being the best person that I can is like Mm -hmm. the first step but like after that I don't know how to like in a respectful way be like hey can you come to church with me I guess that is respectful you know just saying like yeah but I don't want to be weird like I know it's not weird when you think about it in the large scheme like you're literally just trying to save them but yeah yeah 
I, I can understand how, like, some people are like, okay, she knows I don't, I don't believe in God. Like, why is she trying to drag me to church? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, establishing, I guess, again, establishing that this is all coming from a place of, like, love and care. It's just all I can really do or say, to be honest. True. Yeah. Honestly. But I know that, like, social media puts, like, a really bad representation of, like, Christians because you see, like, Mm. crazy people saying the craziest things and then saying, oh, this came from the Bible or um, what Christians believe. So, like, people who watch it just automatically think that, like, Christians are the worst people ever. So, like, how do you feel about, like, social media and, like, religion and just, like, that in general? Yeah, um, I guess from the perspective of like being a Christian that can be quickly judged by other people, I don't know. Sometimes I just feel like it can be, and this might be a little, uh, <laughs> a little like out there, but I feel like it sometimes can be a bit hypocritical. Mm. Um, like some people say they felt shunned or like, they didn't feel like the church accepted them for their heart, who they are, which I know for a fact that a lot of churches do do that, um, especially nowadays. But also, I feel like it's not fair for people to go back and then flip it in reverse and say all Christians are just, you know, not like not good people when that actually isn't a fact. Like generalization is just something that can be very harmful. But seeing it from the perspective of the person that has like experienced church hurt or like think that Christians are all bad. It does come from um, a lot of Christians do tend to judge people very harshly, which Mm -hmm. is funny because, and I think we've talked about this before, judgment is judging people is also a sin. And I felt like me personally in my journey of becoming a better Christian, I recognize that there are different people who have different journeys with Christ Mm-hmm. throughout my own my lifetime and recognizing that what I'm going through is not the same as what they're going through and how they interpret the world isn't the same as how I interpret the world and that can be very intentional on God's part like there's like in the Bible itself has different versions that have different understandings of the word so if that's the case then it doesn't I mean it's not surprising then that I interpret the word different from how people do true but all again, um, like it's all about the intention of how you use the word, though. Like, if you're using the word for good versus evil, if mm-hmm. you're using the word for evil, then that's a whole entire different thing. But if you're taking a different meaning from the word and applying it to something good, then I guess that's just like their own thing. Yes, you can help people with their journey, mm-hmm. but judging them is also just like something that's not something you should automatically jump to in terms of like helping people and understanding where they're coming from. Honestly, sense. yes, that was good. Like, actually, <laughs> Thank yeah, you. for sure. Like, just being how God says that you should be to people is just important because obviously the media is going to portray Christians in a certain light. And it's just important for you, like, as an individual to lead, like, as an example of what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. but yeah that was really good and for me i feel like social media um it makes it it's good and bad in certain ways mm-hmm. like it's good because 
it's a way for like the word and like certain things that you want to say to be spread it can be bad in um it can just be spreading misinformation and also just showing certain things that can expose people to um mm-hmm. just false prophets and also just like Things that are putting Christians in a bad light and then generalizing people, like you said, because mm-hmm. generalizing in all ways is just negative because obviously not all people in a certain group are the same. So that can be one of the bad parts of social media for sure. But what mm-hmm. are some of like the goals that you have for like reaching like a higher or like a tighter relationship with God? Yeah. Um one that I've had for a minute is um it relates to like so I have bad like anxiety Mm -hmm. like social anxiety when it comes to talking with people so or even just like I overthink a lot so like I worry about every single thing and one thing that I'm trying to work on is just putting my trust in God and it goes back to like uh, the doubt topic that we talked about earlier like just realizing that everything is according is everything is according to God's plan and everything will work out for my good. It's just a matter of letting that my worries go and giving it to God to fix my issues or whatever. Um, that's something I personally need to work on, like mm. just for my own mental and emotional and physical health. Um, another thing that I'm trying to work on is being able to find god in my everyday like life and by that i mean i was told that when you read the bible you learn to hear what thoughts of yours are from god and what are not what are not of god and as i learn more about the word i am praying and hoping that i can kind of distinguish what god wants me to do and I guess it's all is a topic of discernment, learning how to discern what is best for me and what's best for my relationship with God. And then another thing is just um, working on my prayer skills. I usually used to do it in my head. Um, but nowadays I want to like actually have a conversation with the Lord and speak out loud whenever I pray and articulate what I mean. Though I know he knows what I mean, you know, like I know when I'm praying, he's like, okay, mm-hmm. I got you. But I want to learn how to articulate that a bit better. Mm, that's good. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying yeah. to do, honestly, all that too. Plus, I also want to be able to just, whenever I'm going through, like, conflict or, like, immediately when I get, like, either bad news or just not in the best state i want to just automatically think about god or think to god and ask him questions instead of automatically like moving by my emotions and making my next decision based on just how i feel i want to be able to um just be present and also Mm -hmm. think about god and um just in general like even in like my happy times like just be thankful to god and like say that in my head or out loud because sometimes I just forget and I'm just I'm just living and I'm not even like being intentional but I just want to be more intentional with everything I do and yeah and also just make it making it a habit for me to set time aside to read my bible because I want to be able to have like a certain time of the day that I do that and I don't want it to be random I want it to be like a time that I set 
either if it's like mm-hmm. early in the morning, like I prefer to do it early in the morning so I can start my day off like that, like on a spiritual note and just be in like the right headspace when I wake up. And like also it can help me be more grateful because if I just think about um, gratitude and why I'm still alive, like I'm just going to continue to be grateful and just mm-hmm. rely on God. So yeah, those are my goals. <laughs> <laughs> that was <my> good. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. Um, this is the last little topic before we end it off. But I was going to ask um, how you use your faith when you are like making decisions and just trying to figure out what's the best decision for that time. And then also um, like using your faith when you are like rejected from something or um like you miss an opportunity or something you know yeah um so when it comes to decisions again this ornament like knowing like what makes sense for me also what contributes to the greater will of god mm-hmm. like well if what like i basically have criteria like if i do this thing would it harm anyone if i do this thing would mm-hmm. it help anyone if I do this thing, how does this contribute to my growth, both spiritually and personally? You know, like, how does that serve my purpose while I'm here on Earth, you know? And every decision isn't that, like, existential. Like, if I wanted to go to McDonald's or Wendy's, I could choose, I'll choose Wendy's or something. But when it comes to big decisions, it does, um, it can get a bit deeper than, like, surface level. So those are things that I like to keep in mind. But most of the time, I'm also like a very impulsive person, which I feel like God has worked in that place for me personally, rather than me like pondering about a lot of stuff. So like me applying to Howard was very impulsive. Like that was like the last thing on my list to do. Um, so applying to Howard and, you know, applying to like the programs that I got into was very last minute. Applying to the internship that I was in with you over the summer was very last minute. So, like, that stuff is just where God has worked in. I just feel like I've gained a new realization or appreciation of God because whether you think you miss your opportunity or not, he's going to place it back in your life for you to have that opportunity again. Mm. It was really meant for you. So, yeah, like, even if I didn't, like, Let's say, even if I didn't plan on it, like applying to Howard, my guidance counselor was there to be like, you should apply to Howard. And I'm like, okay, yeah, okay, then I should apply. True. You know? And then, again, to miss opportunities and rejection, I heard, I actually heard this today during today's service, is that okay. rejection is just a step closer to uh, a yes. So don't be afraid of rejection. I so, always hear that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's used a lot, but it's very true. And I'm learning how to be more confident through Christ and more bold with my asks of him. So, like, apply that to my everyday life. Easier said than done. I'm also, like, very shy about things, but I'm trying to be more confident in everything that I do and getting less afraid of rejection. And realizing there is a lesson learned even after rejection, like a rejection can also be a reward in some sense. If that True. Makes sense. Yes, that does make sense. Because 
rejection is redirection. Everybody says. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. I relate to everything that you said, honestly. And um, just understanding that the decisions, like, yeah, I agree. Like, when I applied to our internship and then when I also applied to Spelman, like, it was just like, I wasn't really asking God anything. I was just like, apply, apply. Like, but then now that I've done it and like now that I'm in Spelman, like I'm just grateful, extra grateful to God because like, even in like the littlest decisions that you make, like there's always a reason for it, you know? And you're always learning something like, that's something that I've learned. Like everything that I've done, I've just learned and then also just grown. And so that's why I'm also grateful because it's like, you don't even realize it in the moment, but like after you finish certain things, you're just like, wow, oh, I really did that or out. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I really learned something from that. So, yeah. Yeah. I relate to that. Like this, as you know, this past summer was tough. Yeah. You know? For you. Yes. It was actually like a crazy experience. Um, but afterwards, like I was like, I may not want to ever do this again in my life. But now I know that. Like, now I, I know that for sure. So <laughs> I'm trying to take that with, like, a positive mind. Yes, mindset. that's good. And you learned a lot. Like, I did. About yourself. <laughs> yeah. I did. And about other people. But <laughs> yeah. I, I learned. True. That's something that you're going to learn when you do programs or if you just go to college. Like, you're going to just learn about humans and how, like, yeah. annoying they are and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> I'm sick of humans. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Um, now we're done. Um, yes. Now we're, let's do some fun. Would you rather questions to end off? Um, okay, good. We're going to do um, like faith themed, Christian themed, would you rather questions? But yeah, let's get started. First question is, would you rather um, these all have to do with like stories in the Bible. And so I really don't know where they come from. Some of them. So let's just do it. Travis. Would you rather name the animals or build the ark? But obviously everyone knows Noah's ark, but anyways, answer. Yeah. Name the animals. I feel like that'd be such a fun thing to do. Yeah, exactly. Who should build an ark? And it's a big ark. I'm not building it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, ooh, would you, oh my gosh, (laughs) would you rather anoint Jesus's head with oil or wash his feet with your tears? Oh, I would rather anoint anoint, his head with oil. I guess, but it feels like weird to like anoint Jesus Christ. I know, that's kind of crazy, like what do you about yourself. Yeah. Like, are you? Yeah, like, no, like, <laughs> what I'm saying. I think I'll just wash his feet with my tears. Low key, yeah. Because that's like I, humbled. I that. You need to be humbled. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. Okay. Um, would you rather live through a famine or live through the plagues of Egypt? What's that? Can you tell them again? Would you rather live through a famine or live through the 10 plagues of Egypt? A famine, I guess. Those both sound horrible. 
I know. Yeah. If I had to choose, both are terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Because what? I'm tired. Anyways, last one is Would you rather <laughs> eat only homemade bread for over a year or eat only vegetables and fruits for the foreseeable future? Um, fruits and vegetables. Mm. Yeah. yeah, fruits and vegetables for me, honestly. Because, yeah. like, yeah. bread, homemade bread for a year. I want to be healthy. It's foreseeable future, though. Yes. Yeah, so, um, like bread for a year of fruits and veggies for, like, okay, foreseeable future could be tomorrow. That's, that's true. Exactly. <laughs> okay, fruits and vegetables, I guess. But, like, it also could be, like, Eight ten years, years, or something. years. Not ten million. <laughs> yeah. Foreseeable. Just foresee. Oh, okay. what does that mean? Again? I have no idea. Foreseeable means like you can see it. So like, okay. eighty years, you can see it. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh, so we're done. Woo, woo, woo. That was such Look. a good combo. You're so wise. Like I learned so much. I'm being so serious. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Um, well, thanks for coming and talking yeah, about course. faith and giving me advice. Um, do you have any advice that you want to give to the listeners? Like maybe someone's listening and they're like, um, I'm still lost. Give me one step on how to start my journey with Christ because I want to start, but nobody's helping me in life. Give them something to say or do. Jeez. Um, <laughs> advice. I guess. Whether it be starting yourself, finding a friend that's already within the religion, or finding an organization that I did, it's a very, it's a much easier process for you to get into the word and start your journey that way, if you just want to digest the word for yourself. Mm. So, like, I would say start off with maybe somebody you know, rather than, like, alone. If that makes any sense. That's um, good. Yeah. Get a partner. Yeah. <laughs> even if it's listening to podcasts um, like this or even some things you can find on YouTube. Like, yeah. Just listen, like, keeping your ears open for topics like that would be good for you. Nice. But, Love that advice. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, we're done here. So thank you so much for coming. Like this means so much. Like we were supposed to film this like um two Three months ago, ago or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Two months ago. So finally we're doing it and we're doing it online. So this is the first time that I'm recording an episode online. So let me know if y'all like and those are all and of those our are thoughts. Our thoughts.